When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Three, two, one. You guys were in sync on mine. Oh, yeah. Got it. That was awesome. Um, I just am still laughing at the first episode where you were like, all right, let's clap. And I was like... Oh. I start doing like a round of applause for what? <laughs> you were very happy. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Pot It Together podcast. I'm Becca, and I am joined with my co hosts, Adam and Nicole. Hello. Hello, everyone. It has been a bit since we've recorded. We took a week off last week, so we have a lot to catch up on. A lot in the world has changed at the point that we're recording this. We had inauguration day yesterday, so that's Ooh, a big, happy, fun, yay. hopeful day. Yeah, I think we're all kind of still like on a high after that. It was really just a beautiful day mm-hmm. in the United States yes. um, for a lot of reasons. But it, I think a new, a new inauguration day is just like a fun day in the U.S. in general, yeah. right? So... It just felt really good specifically for what's been happening. But anyway, uh, I want to know what's been going on with your guys' weeks because we haven't done a ton of chatting. And I want to know what's been going on, what's new, Seuss new. Who wants to go? Who wants to go first? Have you you read that Dr. Seuss book? No. No. Wait, there's a Dr. Seuss book I don't know of? I think it's called... Who are you, Sue Snoo, or something like that? Who are you, Sue Snoo? Hmm. Hmm. Nope. Hmm. Oh, this is definitely a thing. I'm Googling it right now. Oh, it's <laughs> not by... Okay, hold on. It is not by Dr. Seuss. Okay, in my defense. We love a live it's fact by check. <laughs> Tish Rabe and Will Ryan. Is that Dr. Seuss? It has 100% Dr. Seuss branding. Cat in the Hat is on it. Oh. oh. So... Anyway, great story about this girl deciding what she wants to be when she grows up, and it was one of my favorite books as a child. Okay, this is so pointless. Tell me how your week's not pointless at all. <laughs> um, I can go first since we can get the sadness out of the way. Aww. But yeah, my dog passed away over Aww. this last weekend, and I've been doing better, but uh, it's been rough. And I had a friend come visit me. Uh, so one, I'm really glad she was here during yeah. that whole thing. But then two, I was really upset that she was here because I just feel like it took away the whole weekend. Um, yeah. But my dog's been in my life since 2012, and he was diagnosed with like a, a really rare genetic disorder um, that was slowly paralyzing his legs. And what was it I called? Had, I think the the technical term for it is it sounds awful but it was called dying back myasthenia okay and Mm -hmm. i don't really know how to relate it to like i mean to Mm -hmm. me it it felt a lot like als where it was just like yeah his nerve his nerve cell responders weren't firing to his nerves and so it was just causing him to slowly lose i mean he's from when i had him as a puppy he was always like the clunkiest like flopped around like when he ran he was uncoordinated um <laughs> and then uh and then when i finally had a diagnosis done at the university of illinois i took him in for a nerve cell biopsy and they they gave me the news and that was really heartbreaking but he's been strong and stayed happy you both had met him when he was yeah. still like mm-hmm. unable to walk but you know i had a harness for him and just loved him uh but yeah, it was, it was, it was fast. Like, you know, and I, I said this on my Instagram post, but people always say, you know, when they're ready. And I couldn't mm-hmm. ever understand that because 
I mean, I just repeated it because I was like, I think I'll know. I'll think I'll know. But I was like, how the hell am I going to know? Well, I knew. Like, I knew I knew Friday when I got home. And um, and I'm glad it was quick because he was eating and drinking just like normal. And then it just like went – it went south. So mm-hmm. Friday night he laid in bed with us and then went, he went to the bathroom without even moving. And that's just something he's never done. And so yeah. it was just – probably too many details but um yeah it was it was tough and I'm grateful that the vet was so kind and they let us be in there because I was really scared that they weren't going to and oh with COVID I didn't think about that yeah because they they're very Mm -hmm. restricted and um it was peaceful so that I don't know it's I feel like I can talk about it now without crying but I've been sobbing for (laughs) I feel like the past four or five days um yeah and it's still hard to like see his stuff around the house and it's hard for me to like clean that up too Mm -hmm. (sighs) but yeah it was it was rough but I'm glad he's no longer suffering and I'm glad that he's at peace and Mm -hmm. and yeah and that you had such a clear like you know that definitive moment where you're like you're like okay like now it's time you know I, I, I laid in bed. I didn't sleep at all Friday because he was just in bed with us. And um, I laid in bed and I just like was hoping that he would just go in his sleep because, mm-hmm. oh, now I might start crying. Oh, I'm already crying over here. That's why I'm <laughs> quiet. Um, <laughs> I'm still here, you guys. I'm just a little teary. <laughs> I just didn't want to make that decision, you know, because I, I think I could constantly question like, was I right or was I wrong? And that's the hardest part of it. But... The vet did an examination, and I think that they they didn't even tell me about the examination. They just said like, um, they d- we just went through the process because I think that they knew that it was time. But I was kind of hoping that I wouldn't have to to make that decision. And plus, like, taking him out of the house into the vet's office, like I didn't want to stress him out. And yeah, um, mm-hmm. so there was an at home service that I could have called, which I didn't even know this existed. And I think that's so beautiful. To where oh, they wow. can just come to your home. And I think that that is mm. such a great thing. But unfortunately, like their website said that they were closed on the weekends. And this was kind of just like an emergency situation. Um, but, you know, him and I sat outside in the sun for a little bit and just like sat by the pool on Saturday morning. And um, before we went to the vet and just kind of did all his favorite things. and then And then we had an appointment, which... I was really scared for it because I've never dealt with it before, but it was, it was really peaceful and it was really, they were really kind and he was, you know, just the best dog. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to make you guys cry too. Woo. <laughs> I think pets are just so special. I mean, obviously to anyone who has pets, you know that the impact that they have on your lives and Cuddy has been such a joy to me. And so he will continue to be a joy for me all the time. But yeah, that's my not so fun week. Becca's got a <laughs> Becca's got a rope next to her. I don't know anything. <laughs> that's why I'm laughing about. She's wiping her tears with a robe. <laughs> I fully just like can't even speak. I don't know. I mean, when you hear these things, it just takes you back to when you've experienced that and how special pets really are. Yeah, I've been yeah. through it quite a few times. It's not an easy thing to go through, but. <sighs> yeah. Okay. But aside from that, the inauguration was beautiful, and I was thinking not to like switch gears so quickly, but I was thinking about how grateful. Like I'm looking at silver linings of this last administration, and how grateful I am that I actually understand some of these processes that I never paid attention to in my life. And so, like, yeah. I watched every bit of the inauguration, and I got to tell you. Mm-hmm. The poet laureate Amanda Gorman just like oh my gosh. blew me away, and Amazing. I didn't even I didn't even know what a poet laureate was, and I've been like googling like, <laughs> what is this? And um, it was just it was so neat, and it was like I could breathe like a a sigh of relief for a moment, yeah. That like mm-hmm. nothing terrible happened, and that a transfer of power happened, and it's for the better. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we were. She was also the youngest. Oh yeah, <clears throat> to ever perform yeah. at an inauguration. Mm-hmm. 
I feel <laughs> like the world was on like on edge. Like it was I was in this state of anxiety before the inauguration, but all through it, it was like okay, we're an, we're an hour more through it. Okay, we're, we've gotten this part done, you know? And then before I knew it, we were watching the, um, like the celebration at like eight o'clock at night. And I was like, okay, this actually happens. And nothing, nothing bad happened anywhere in the United States, which is very reassuring. And, you know, I feel like everybody woke up a little bit more at ease this morning, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. And just, so many women, so many powerful women at that inauguration. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just, you know, our kids, our three daughters are homeschooling and they um had their they, they had their school computer, but then they also had like a separate laptop next to them with the inauguration pulled up because I wasn't going <laughs> to let them miss it, you know. But in a few of their classes, their teacher told them like, "Hey, turn this on like right now. Turn it on." You know. Yeah. So it was it was special. I'm glad they were able to witness that and see that. And it's a good day. It was a beautiful day. I was super emotional yesterday. Yeah. Which clearly carried over in today. I guess I'm <laughs> fragile. I was really I was really getting after that cry. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. And like Adam said, it was so cool just to like really watch all of these things so intently and like just really care for once because it I mean previously it didn't I didn't even think about it it never was even never even crossed my mind to watch these things so it's really special to be able to um but yeah so that was beautiful to switch gears again yeah. I have a very exciting thing that I wanted to say I paid off my car this week. You did? Congratulations. Oh, that's a good feeling. Time to get a new one. (laughs) (laughs) Hell no. No. (laughs) I, like, I hated this car. Well, I don't, I don't hate the car. It's just really small, you know, Uh, which is a little bit inconvenient, but I'm sure when I have kids, I'll get the itch to really want a new car. But right now I'm like, I'm running this car into the ground. It's a good size (laughs) if you just like take all of the junk that you have around scattered wow called out oh my god out. (laughs) oh um thanks no kidding um i i do keep things in my car you know i have some blankets in there i've got a gas tank i've got some shoes i have a lot of soil in my car it's just it's just who i am you're set. I try to keep the trash to a minimum. I clean out my car with the trash, but like I do have things that just always live in my car, but I've always been like that. But anyway, I paid off my car. I feel so good. They that emailed is... me that they were going to send me the title. It was so cool. Whoops. Did we lose connection? A little you bit. You did for yeah. a sec, but I think you're back. <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. Okay. But yeah, it was my first really big adult purchase and i paid all of it by myself so it just feels really good oh that's does that would be yeah because you said you bought that car because your your one before that died in the driveway right and so you had to like get a car asap yeah so my parents were my parents very fortunately put some money down for me to get a new car but after that it was all me Mm -hmm. and the down payment was pretty much what it would have costed to fix my car my old one So, uh, costed, did I just say that? <laughs> costed it? Hi, I'm 12. Uh, excuse me. I cannot move on without mentioning that. So sorry. Uh, anyway, it would have cost the same. So we just got a new car and I had to, it was my first, like, I need to pay this other than rent, you know? Right. So it just like really taught me a lot about being disciplined about your money and paying that bill, even if it means that you can't eat for a little bit <laughs> macaroni and <laughs> <In> college <laughs> college was hard <laughs> it's a big but expense it's, it's done it's, yeah it's, it's a big done. expense and i feel like a car is one of those things where you absolutely hate making payments on it because the thing depreciates mm-hmm. the second it leaves the dealership and it yes. it just it keeps depreciating. So it's like you're putting this money into this car that you know is not even worth what you bought it for. And it's right. but 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 it's a necessity for most of us. So mm-hmm. that's a really big accomplishment yeah. and I'm so happy for you. Yeah. 
Me Thank too. Thank you. That, that deserves yeah. some applause. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. This is clap yes, appropriate was, time, awesome. Becca. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm just really excited. I mean, I was able to pay it off a year early as well. I mean, thanks to De La Plants, largely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been saving up De La Plants money to pay nice. off my loans and things. And it's really just like so cool to see hard work like come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. In, but yeah, that's my good news. Intangible ways, like getting the title to a vehicle, like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Next and not up, just the student loans. <laughs> yeah, not just a target run. Yeah, <laughs> next up, student loans. But I'm a little hesitant because maybe there might be some forgiveness. Yeah, I'm not sure yet. I'm yeah, I'm hopeful yet. I'm like trying to balance between optimism and pessimism. Where I'm like, I don't know if this is actually going to happen, but if it does, yeah. my life will be changed. I feel so. like that's every American every four years. Like you have all these yeah. things you're thinking about and you're just like, well, what's going to like, this is my favorite time. Like the inauguration's cool, but like the week to follow inauguration is like, all right, what are you signing, buddy? What you got going on there? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. But I wouldn't put too much money, like more money into your loans until we know for sure, because that's definitely yeah in that, in the works. So Yeah. yeah. It's in the plants, at least 10K I'm reading. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. I've got more than that. But I mean, that would really help. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's all for me. So should we get into the episode? Yeah. We do have a time constraint today. Well, we can't talk Nicole, for hours. Nicole didn't really talk about her week. Did you? You know, I was thinking about it when I was talking about the inauguration. Nothing really happened for okay. me this week. Yeah, that was the highlight of my week for sure. So we can move on. Okay, good. <laughs> Okay. Awesome. So we're going to talk today about plant routines and just what we do perhaps on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, like annually basis. Uh, We're going to go, you know, spot by spot what we do because I think creating a plant routine is a really great way to manage a large uh, collection And if you don't have a routine put in place, it can feel really overwhelming and like you're kind of running around with your head cut off Uh, as a chicken. You are now a chicken. So (laughs) (laughs) you become a chicken. I feel like that's not vegan friendly. I'm very sorry. That was not a vegan friendly joke. (laughs) Perhaps I should stop saying that. But anyway, yeah. So you're just like all over the place. So, um, We've been collecting plants for a couple of years, and I don't know if any of us really set out to have a routine, but it's kind of happened naturally, at least for me. So yeah, I'd love to hear what you guys do on a daily basis with your plants. Let's start with daily. Um, I check my plants daily. Like every single morning, I'll have my coffee, and then I'll just check my plants. I think it's important to just kind of like look through your leaves, make sure nothing new is happening, because I cannot even tell you... How many times I found mealybugs literally the next day after checking my plants. Um, some, maybe they went a little bit longer than the next day. But that's what I've been doing since I did find that, like, <laughs> infestation on my mealy cact- on my, on my cactus of mealybugs. Um, and I don't know. I just feel like it's, it's just good to kind of know what's going on with your plants. If you see some yellowing leaves, that can happen overnight. So that's pretty much all I do daily. What about you, Adam? I would say like my routine in the mornings is I wake up and I pour myself like I get some coffee. Uh, and then I kind of just like walk around and do the same thing. I look at my plants. Uh, there's a couple grow lights that I have that aren't on smart plugs. So I turn those on every morning and just kind of check out the new leaves that have been growing that I just watched literally every day and just kind of do a once over and look at things um and if if things need a little bit of water or that I'll take care of that um sporadically but uh yeah I just I think for daily it's more more just inspection just seeing how everyone's doing and how things are moving along if if leaves aren't growing then I'm like okay well something's happening with this plant uh but just more of an appreciation every morning of their beautifulness. Yeah, I think I don't have a specific watering schedule. Like, I don't have, like, oh, I water every 
10 days this section of plants I don't have something like that so I think every day I water at least three plants usually um that's just how it's been as of right now at my old house I had I had it so that plants in certain zones usually needed water around the same time and it's more or less like that it's becoming like that right now I think it takes a little bit of time to get that but I usually am watering so in the mornings I wake up I don't drink coffee never have bless your soul thought I would note that I have my own energy thank you (laughs) talk to me when you have three children and you're 10 years older okay Okay. (laughs) I don't know Dan doesn't drink coffee either so but we also we don't have kids so we'll see I I do like a shot of espresso every once in a while with a little milk but anyway okay on road trips anyway not been there we saw uh, you experience that. When I came unglued <laughs> in a truck stop. <laughs> I'm never drinking fast caffeine ever again. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, we're referring to the time when I took a five-hour energy drink on a road trip. Have and you ever heard of butt I- piss? <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. That was literally classic. Oh, that was bad. So, yeah, <laughs> not good. Like, I was shaking anyway, not the point. So, wake up. I look around and, like, see if anything It looks droopy because that's how I decide if a plant needs water and I'll touch some leaves. But usually that's about all I do. I mean, sometimes, like, throughout the day I'll get up and do that if I don't get to it right in the morning because some days I just genuinely can't even think about it to be honest with you like there's lots of days where I'm just like no I can't do this today and I'll do it at like late at night instead but usually every day I do do a check like you guys said as well mm-hmm. usually watering in all the sinks in my house there's a plant in the sink <laughs> for yes. Daniel yes Daniel's like can you just get on a schedule Becca <laughs> Uh, yeah <laughs> I need to get like over the summer I want to get one of those outdoor sinks those oh. like utility sinks yeah and I'll just use that and I'll never bother the sink in our kitchen again until it's winter again but I can't take them outside to water because it's frozen right yeah he'll come around he's not used to it yet <laughs> uh, you'd think after three years he'd get used to it <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so I, I mean, that's daily. I mean, do yeah. you guys, I mean, we're not repotting on a daily basis or anything. No. It's really simple. But people ask, like, how many hours do I spend uh, on plant care a day? And I'd say a single hour, if that, that. Some, like, less than that usually. As long as you're keeping up with it, you shouldn't have, like, six hours every day, like... Yeah, I feel like ever since I moved my plants to one general area in my house, it's been a lot quicker. Like, I could probably go through all of them in a good 20 minutes. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's never really that long. Now, on a plant chore day, though, I could spend yeah. a good three hours with my plants. <laughs> yeah. So, how often do you have those days? Is that, like, weekly? Yeah, that's what Should I was going to... switch to weekly now? Yeah, let's switch to weekly. For me, weekly would probably be, like, plant maintenance. So, like, chopping off any dead leaves, um, checking the soil, or, like, my cash pose that I have my LECA plants in just to make sure that we're still okay with water. And then if I have to water, I will. You know, and that's usually what I do monthly, too. I feel like my weekly and monthly kind of sync up. But I'm watering and maintaining once throughout the month in there or, or sometimes twice depending on the season mm-hmm. yeah and my weekly is pretty similar to like i'll flush plants that are in leca i'll do i mean it's not like i do this every single week for every single plant there's like a there's a rotation right. and honestly it's it's not anything scientific it's basically just if i remember that like oh i haven't flushed that leca plant in a while then i'll grab that one but weekly would be either topping off my my leca plants with pH balanced water to give them a little water, or flushing them and re uh, rejuvenating or whatever the nutrient solution. Because mm-hmm. usually, like with leca, I try to 
add nutrient solution the next week if it needs water i'll just add ph balance water and then the week after that is when i'll do a full flush rinse out mm-hmm. the cash po and then give them nutrient solution again yep that's pretty similar for me and then the plants that are in soil i just kind of give the leaves a squeeze to see um to tell if they need water and i'll just usually put them like you said in the sink and water them I was actually wondering how our schedules would differ with you guys having LECA. So weekly tasks aren't as much as monthly tasks then for you guys because flushing is more on a monthly basis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for me, I guess my weekly tasks are what Nicole said, you know, checking for leaves, any dead leaves. Um, I do like regular pest checks. Um, anytime I water a plant, I'll hold it up to the light because spider mites are, they just love me. So, which I haven't had spider mites in a very long time. It's oh. been at least like two months. Bite Knock your on, I mean, tongue with that I'm going to walk down that. and find them. Oh God, if that thing had spider mites, that would suck. You guys, I just um, had <laughs> delivered probably a nine foot tall Monstera Adansonii tree. Like it is oh, insane. It's gorgeous. There's a YouTube channel. Yeah, I have a YouTube video up on my channel uh, where I basically vlog the day of getting that plant and doing some plant chores. But anyway, if you want to see it, go check that out. But so pretty. I just feel like yeah, so for this on a... vlog, you need to just take it everywhere with you. Like it should go in the bathroom with you. <laughs> and then when you go to bed tonight, it should just be on your nightstand. Just like. <laughs> oh, it's like probably as tall as my ceilings up here. Like insane yeah oh my god very very exciting but yeah again check out my channel anyway so (laughs) uh weekly checking for dead leaves checking for pests uh usually on a weekly basis i'll go and look in on my greenhouse and see how things are doing because the plants in there don't need as much attention because they have the grow lights they have the humidity it's not a ton of humidity like it was in my old place but it's definitely more and so they're a little bit more they're a little bit more self-sufficient. Um, and then I think on a weekly basis, I also just kind of look around and see what might need to be repotted. I check on my propagations. Usually that's when I like water them if they're in spag. Um, which by the way, the obovata splash that you gave me, Adam. Yeah. I thought I was gonna kill it. I was so convinced that I was gonna kill it. Um, but we're good. We're all good. I was so nervous for a little bit there though, because I kept forgetting to moisten the spag and it like, it looked so thin. Like I could see all the veins, like it looked deathly. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to have to pretend like it's alive (laughs) and just lie. (laughs) Ah, But it's fine. You never have to do that. No. Yeah. Cause I would just give you another cutting. And if you killed that (laughs) one, then you're dead to me. (laughs) Then I'm cut off. (laughs) Dead to me. No, it's it's doing a lot better. It, it's plumped up a lot more because it started growing roots finally, which yeah. is very good. So I put anyway. mine right into Lekka and it took very quickly. Oh, This is why I love Hoya so much because literally roots will grow out of anywhere. Like you don't have to worry about a node. They will grow out of the cut point. They will grow out of the stem. <laughs> they just grow. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, sorry. that's true. Yeah, no, I mean, there it has some roots growing along the stem, and I'm pretty stoked about it. I kept breaking them off at the beginning, and I was like, oh, God, I'm so stupid. But now they're doing better. <laughs> now, I am not touching the roots because I kept wanting to check, and yeah. I just kept breaking them off. So, yeah, I, I keep it by the sink now so I don't forget. Hot tip, if there's a plant that you need to monitor, like, every day, like, because there are certain plants that you should check every day, depending on what's going on with it. If it has spider mites, if it's a new fresh propagation, put it in a place where you're looking all the time. Yeah, and for me, idea. that's the kitchen sink. It's a good like, idea. Yeah. If you have windows by your sink. On top bathroom. of the toilet bowl. Top of the toilet bowl. Yeah. Just stick it right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially if you use the restroom as much as me yesterday. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> let me just tell you they were all solid but i was in there like seven <laughs> times that is not an exaggeration it's I was because those nutrigrain bars fiber on point <laughs> and i texted my friend who's a paramedic and i'm like am i okay and she's like yeah you should be fine and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> you're like but i'm so hungry i don't know why <laughs> Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. 
That's what life's all about. In your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive. And that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com build. That's chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details. So, yeah, put, put your plans in a place where you go all the time. That really has helped my propagations. Specifically my propagations I like to check on. But, okay, monthly basis? You Wait. guys kind of said your monthly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious, though, on your, like, weekly stuff. Like, what is there, like, a specific day that you guys find yourself? Not that you have it planned in your head, but is there a specific day where you find yourself doing more plant stuff than oh, you Oh, like do? day of the week? Because I kind of feel like Mondays. S- Saturday mornings I wake up and I'm just, like, ready to just yes. do everything plant stuff related. Really? Yeah. Actually, it's the same thing for me. Saturdays, I don't know what it is because I don't work. Like, I'm not working right now. But, um, and like, neither does my husband. So, like, our schedule is literally we're just home all day doing what we're doing. Um, But Saturday, I feel like the kids are off of school. It's got a little bit of a different feel. And it's like, okay, like, it's Saturday. Let me make coffee. And, like, the shows on TV are different. I don't know. But it is. It's so true. It Like, I wake up on Saturday and I'm like, oh, it's the weekend. Let me, let me look at my plants a little bit harder, you know? That's true. I never thought about that. Yours is Monday, Becca. That's when you find yourself doing like most of your plant stuff. Monday Monday mornings. I don't know what it is. I think the new fresh week makes me more motivated to Mm -hmm. do that. But definitely on Saturdays, I don't do a lot of plant stuff. I'm usually just like chilling with my Mm -hmm. butt on the couch. (laughs) But last weekend we were chopping wood, so you never know what you're going to find out. (laughs) Homesteading. (laughs) Homesteading. You never know where you're going to find yourself in the De La Calhoun house. I think think Becca needs a homesteading channel. That's what I think. (laughs) I definitely want to make, like, garden content and stuff. Oh, I signed up for a gardening class with the Missouri Botanical Gardens, but then I forgot about it and I missed it. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was an online class, but they sent, like, all oh. the brochures and everything they gave out. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I guess I can fill in the blanks here, mm-hmm. figure out what they said. But, yeah, that was kind of a bummer. I totally forgot. But Botanical Gardens do online classes right now. So if you're interested in taking some plant classes, I think it was, like, $15. So I just wasted 15 bucks. but don't do what I did. Put it on your <laughs> calendar. I mean, well, technically you didn't waste it because you got the pamphlets, so. Yeah. That's you, you true. You can look but at I, the pictures. Yeah, I can look at the pics. Yeah, but yeah, Monday just feels like a good day for me to just like get my life together. Usually Monday mornings, I like clean my house and do a bunch of plant stuff. Usually it's watering is heavy. Like it's usually a heavy watering day on Mondays. Uh, but I don't like, I don't randomly repot plants. That's something that I wanted to say. I usually store up plants that need to be repotted and then I'll do that like once a month. Yeah, I feel like I do that too, but it's probably not as frequent as once a month. And that's probably because the only thing I really have in soil, well, a majority of my plants that are in soil are cactus or like euphorbia, so they don't have to be repotted that frequently. But what about yearly? Like, what do you guys find yourself doing yearly? Like fertilizing? I fertilize like every other month probably in the growing season like summer well yeah it's different for you now so you gotta kind of like yeah yeah in tucson i would fertilize year round every other month pretty much would you really all year wow Mm -hmm. yeah but now i have to be mindful that it's not growing season for sure so i think i'm gonna start fertilizing in march and I'll do that every other month, probably until like October. I usually find myself fertilizing like April 
and then again like middle of the summer and then checking my plans because i i repot in the fall which i don't i guess that's not really a good time well I don't really follow a repotting schedule either, but I find a lot of my plants that were outside for the summer have to be repotted before I bring them in. One, it's it like takes care of pests, you know, because I can see what's in there. And two, they've grown so much that they need to be repotted. So I'm I'm usually giving them fresh soil anyway, so I don't necessarily fertilize at that time. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Is your jaw popping? It's cracking. I just want to know if Adam will hear it later. <laughs> Give me a little nugget of a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> you just look like a fish that's trying to breathe outside of water. <laughs> is your is your thing on your screen, like your volume going up when you do it? <laughs> there is like one little crack. I just, I really hope you can hear it. <laughs> okay if the camera wasn't on see this is i i got distracted because my jaw cracked and i wanted to see if it would show up on my sound wave just not even thinking about the fact that you guys could see me <laughs> and now i've derailed the conversation no that's okay yeah yeah i so when i fertilizer for me i water i water every time with super thrive regardless of time of year i always just give plants super thrive but fertilizer is more of like one i remember but i don't have that many plants in soil so like yeah um mm. the few i do i try to remember to fertilize uh but i'm not great at it i'm so bad with like schedules and stuff you know yeah. it's just like when i think about it <laughs> but i also feel like we all know our plants well enough now to not have to like be on that strict schedule and know our plants enough to know like okay this plant needs to be repotted like there's just something about it it's like you remember when you got that plant you remember what soils in that plant you remember when you repotted it and the last time you watered it even like whether you have 10 plants or 150 I feel like Mm -hmm. you just know you know yeah for sure I agree um the thing about Super Thrive, though, I've put Super Thrive in my, like, propagation water before, and it made the water, like, nasty. Yeah. You're supposed does. to use, like, you're not supposed to use that much, though. I I'm mean, saying this as if I, you don't know that. I mix it up in a gallon Hold jug, <laughs> and it will make, like, if you put anything in a clear vessel, regardless of what you put in there, things will happen. Like, algae will grow or yeah. stuff stuff because the sun will start interacting with molecules inside the water but if you had like an amber glass or that kind of stuff where sun doesn't really go through it very much and you, you will see that less and less but yes the my propagations always have like a film there's always like some kind of like it's like a film around the roots but i also change out the water weekly with those um, I rinse mm, off. I, another weekly. I oh yeah. So I pull the things out, rinse them off, rinse the roots off, rinse out the the glass, and then I will refresh it. It's water, Super Thrive water. Honestly, I've had great success with Super Thrive water propagating, all that jazz. I mean, all of my propagations, regardless of what medium I'm using, they are. You Super Thrive is used in one way or another. I started using mm-hmm. it because I saw you use it, but I only got like the little bottle of it and I recently ran out. Like, and when I say recently, I mean like October. So I need <laughs> to get some more, but I did find it was, it was working for my propagations and for my plants in LECA. Like I'll add it, I'll add a little bit to the water, like when I top it off. What's something else that you guys do like yearly? Like, can you think of something that you would just do once every year? I can't. The year before last, no, no, last year, at the beginning of the year, I put all of my plants in the bathtub and I washed them down with neem oil. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Just in case, like, any of them had a pest, I just, like, gave them a really good solid wash. But I feel like that should be, like, every quarter. Yeah. Like, every year, I don't think there's anything that I do every year but I feel like that should be done like every quarter you just like wash your plants in the shower and scrub them 
just in mm-hmm. case. And like hopefully you're looking at your plants for pests before then. But if you're not, like that would be a good way to catch some things. If not, yeah. but I don't know. How, I don't know how effective it was for me because that was the year that I had the worst spider mite <laughs> infestation of my life. So I don't think that really worked. It was just like a a nice thought. Uh, <laughs> they were sparkly. <laughs> they were clean. <laughs> I've just I've seen so many like opinions online that neem oil is just basically useless you know really yes i've heard that too i don't know recently. how you two feel about that but like they say like as far as pest control when you have an outbreak of pests it's pointless like i yeah. can't use it because the smell literally it's the only thing that makes me nauseous like i can't smell it oh i don't have that issue cannot smell it it's but bad. as far as like if your plants are treated with neem oil and when they don't have pests like i think that that would deter a pest from like thinking that it was a suitable host but i've i've just seen a lot of people a lot of like uh botanists say that it's just like this gimmick that's been widely spread of misinformation mm. but again i don't know i use it as like to clean my to clean my leaves like i'll use it to like with a microfiber cloth to to wipe down the, the leaves, but I don't like douse my plants in it. Mm. Yeah, I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what no. is in it that smells so terrible, but I I literally can't even stomach it. Yeah, the the pesticide that I use the most is eight, honestly. But wait, did you guys see that Gretchen said that? Uh, what's that one that everyone loves? It's the dude. Oh, it's the guy. Um, is it the Captain Jacks? Captain Jack. Yeah, Captain Jack. There he is. She said that she wouldn't suggest using Captain Jack on houseplants because the bottle doesn't suggest to use it on houseplants. Because she's like a stickler on reading the labels and stuff, which I love about her. But when I saw that she said that, I was like, what? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's mainly used for outdoor plants. But... I've used outdoor pesticides things on indoor plants, and it worked just fine before. Look, like so, we know that I love me Gretchen. I adore her. Um, but <laughs> so Captain Jack's, like, which is what I use a lot, Captain Jack's dead bug brew has spinosad in it, and it's this bacteria that's created to, like, it is a pest management, like, but it's an all-natural bacteria, but you're not allowed to use it in some states. Like, some states can't even stel- sell spinosad because it will mess with pollinators, like bees oh. and all of that stuff. So it's a little, I mean, I agree, like, I, I will always defer to Gretchen on this stuff because she works in a greenhouse, she knows, and she is a stickler for reading the labels, which maybe we all should be, but... Um, the safety data sheets she always reads the sdss which tells you like Mm -hmm. you know should it go down your drain that kind of stuff but it seems like if you if spinosa is illegal to use in some states like i don't know how yeah i don't know i use it for my house plants but yeah i mean it's the only thing that worked for spider mites for me like quickly didn't you use it for thrips and thrip yeah or thrip yeah yeah, I I was really surprised when I saw that because so many people recommend it for houseplants, yeah. and and like it works for it works for you, Adam. So I mean, if it works, it works. I had people at um, Mesquite Valley Growers in Tucson suggest me using this one that's for outdoor. Uh oh, are you guys there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I'm alone. Can <laughs> you hear not. us? Um, can you hear, hear us? me? <laughs> You both just left. I can hear can you. you. Can you hear? Can you hear me that whole? Can you hear me that whole time? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh no, I'm alone. <laughs> I'm all alone. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't even. <laughs> you didn't even. Freeze. I'm dead, and like nothing changed for you guys. It just all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm alone. No, <laughs> you guys both like went away. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, whatever works, I guess. I don't know, but I think it is important Wait, to read those labels. Wait, you need to finish that. So you went to Mesquite and they tried to sell you something for outdoor use? Oh, yeah. I asked them, like, what would you suggest for spider mites? Because I was desperate at this point. And, yeah, they suggest this thing. It's called, like, Rose and Flower or something. Is, oh, yeah. I don't even know who it's by. But it worked. So I'm like, okay. I mean, it, it worked pretty much effectively as 8 does 
eight by Bonide. So, I mean, like, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Whatever works, I guess. But, um, yeah, if we have a pest, it's usually, like, a full six-day situation. Sometimes people will message me and, like, the plant clearly has a pest. And I'm like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> well, sorry. here's what you have to do. Like, it's just... I feel bad for people who have, like, three plants and then one of them gets spider mites because it's just this whole thing. And I'm like, at that point, is it worth it to keep the plant? Like, Do you get people that message you a lot since you started Plant Clinic on YouTube? After I post a, yeah, after I post a Plant Clinic video, I get a influx of people messaging me for advice, which, like, in itself isn't annoying but I just I can't get to all of them so I feel bad but I mean I don't I don't spend significant time in my day diagnosing people's plants yeah yeah if I see if I see it it's if it's at the top of my feed and I feel up for it I'll answer it but usually I'm I don't see it actually mm-hmm. and I won't see it until like months later because Instagram message box is really really badly run it's so it hard is. to see your messages like I wish it was like email. I mean, We're, yeah, it's so hard to see all your messages. I know that there's really sweet and kind messages that I've completely missed and I'll see them like six months later. I'm like, well, it's weird if I reply now. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, I is that all? Well, I was going to ask, how often do you guys go through and clean your leaves? Because it is I mean, I know that one of us has a channel called My Clean Leaves. <laughs> But it is, let's call her out. It is really important, <laughs> and I'm not the best at this, but it is important to keep the leaves clean as far as like dust and debris. You know, we all live in our homes and see that dust builds up on our shelves like rather quickly. And that same yeah. thing is mm-hmm. happening on our plants. And that kind of refracts the sun, the, the sun rays, and refracts light from the plants' leaves to be able to photosynthesize. So it's, it is very important to clean them. But I'm just curious, like, do you guys do it, like, if you just notice something got really bad, or do you, is that something that's on, like, a schedule for you? I, um, it's not on my schedule, but I, I clean my leaves every time I water my plants. So they're usually not getting very dusty. Now my shelves is, like, a once a month type thing, just because I can't, like, taking a, 160 70 plants off of shelves every week like i'd be there for hours you know yeah um but i try to do it once a month because you're right like especially i don't know like if you crack your windows open at any time (laughs) like dust is going to happen constantly yeah and they get like the glass shelves like you could see it so much on the glass which is a pet peeve of mine like i can't stand it so (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'll I'll clean them when I when I water my plants. But like if I'm feeling a little extra or I don't have much to do and I just want to spend time with my plants, I'll find myself actually cleaning them. Like when I water my plants, I'll usually just like run them under the water, like and that be cleaning it. But like with a towel and like some lemon water or something like that, like to get them shiny, that's not very often. Yeah, I'd say I'm the same as Nicole, except for my big plants cuz I'm currently watering all my plants in the sink Uh, I don't have like a bathtub downstairs so I have not been like cleaning my big leaves lately and I can see a difference Uh, I I need to go through with some lemon juice lemon water and do Mm -hmm. that but yeah anytime I water a smaller plant I I water the whole thing I just I water the undersides the, Mm -hmm. the actual leaf and then the soil I think that's the best way to do it because the plant's already wet, so yeah. you might as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little bad. But some plants don't some plants don't like the leaves to be wet. Yeah, like your fuzzy alocasia or Yeah. Yeah, I noticed violets. when I when I had the thrips outbreak, I kinda went like ham on like all of my plants and my alocasia, so my Ivory Coast and my Frydeck both did not love the neem oil at all like because I had because I did have a neem oil bottle and I I wiped the plant down with like you know water and Captain Jack's and I did all the wiping down and then I decided just to spray neem oil all over both of them just 
to make sure that we were good. And oof, they did not love that. Yeah. And I don't know if it was time of year, what it was, but those those ones in particular were not happy. What did they do to make them like look unhappy? They started getting the spots that you would imagine like a plant that got like burned by direct sun would get. Like the leaves mm. almost oh. turned like a they had dark spots on the edges and then they kind of turned translucent a little bit. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that was just because of the neem oil, but it just felt it felt like it was. I don't know. Here's a routine that I'm curious about with you two is when you get a new plant and you bring it home. What like what's the sitch there? For me, I'll let it acclimate probably just a few days before I repot it. Unless it's a cactus that I could tell is like from my local nursery where I know that the soil is a really good quality soil and you know they take time to talk to you about when the last time they potted the plant and like you just know you know but if we're talking like home depot <laughs> it's a couple of days i just wanted to acclimate to the temperature of my house and then i'll repot it because i don't i don't trust what's in that pot i'm sorry yeah i don't i need my daily yeah. tanks you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> we haven't plugged it this episode yet <laughs> oh gosh i know people are probably like is this just one long de la tanks advertisement <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. We won't talk about it this time. Becca sponsoring our, us. To say it. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I think for me, when I bring in a new plant, I'll put it in a neutral zone in my house. Uh, probably like as similar to the greenhouse as I can. So currently in my sunroom. And I put it like in the middle of the floor where it's not touching anything. And I just leave it there for like a long time. Honestly, I kind of neglect them upon first arrival just because I don't want to, I don't want them to interact with anything else because that's like the number one way new pests come in is through new plants. Yeah. So, and like you might not see a pest on the plant right now, but it could be in the larva stage. There could be eggs. Like, you know, you let it sit for like three days and then you're like, all right, it's all good. And then you put it next to another plant but then those eggs hatch the next day and then you have spider mites or yeah. mealybugs or whatever um so i probably leave it in the middle of my floor for like a week or two like which is a little bit overkill but sometimes i just don't you know yeah um and then i'll repot it usually take off all the old soil repot it Combine it with another plant if I'm doing that sort of thing, but I'll I'll leave it for a long time. I guess when I bring in a new plant, because Becca, you're right, like that's the number one way you just can introduce pests to your whole collection that you've spent some time curating. Uh, but I usually give them like a either in the shower or the sink, but usually it's in the shower because I have the detachable head. But I spray them down with like a nice blast of water. <laughs> what? <laughs> Because I said detachable head. (laughs) You're such a teenager. (laughs) Let me be young. Um, But yeah, I usually blast it with some water just to make sure that if there is anything on the leaves or whatever, it'll hopefully go off. And then I usually keep them in a room that I have no plants in. I usually, like, I'm lucky enough to have a spare bathroom and I have like grow lights that I just clip onto like the shower curtain and just leave them in the tub secluded for like a week. And during that week, I'll also give them a spray with uh, like the Captain Jacks that I use. So it's not a spare bathroom. It's a plant bathroom. Yeah, it's a plant bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) So that's usually, yeah, because there's been, there's been many times that I've gotten a plant and out of excitement, just like stuck it right with all the other ones. And then I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> look at where we're at now. Well, shit. Yeah. Yeah. You, like, look at the pests on the plant, and you're like, well, shit. What are y'all doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Screwing. <laughs> and they're like, that's exactly what oh, I'm doing. <laughs> Leslie Jordan is the best. <laughs> but, yeah. No, is that Leslie Jordan? I don't even know who said it. I just oh. know that it's a thing, and I love it. Yes. Was that a, that was like an early TikTok sound? Yeah, because when quarantine happened, you know, remember back when it was new, 
a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Les- Leslie, who's this actor? He's is very short. He was in Will and Grace as like the sassy, like side character that was like the enemy of Karen. But I'm probably the only one that remembers that. Uh, but no, he's I know like this southern guy that's just he's sassy, and he did like Instagram lives like for daily during the quarantine, and they were like seriously, they gave me life. He was he was so funny, but yeah. <laughs> Here, I had no idea what the history of this was. I thought it was just like from something. I thought it was from like a a YouTube video of some random old Southern white woman. No, like, I had no idea man. what it was. Yeah, it's kind of funny that way because uh, like kids are you know like don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. Don't be it, suspicious. It's from Parks and Rec, and kids are just being like, yeah. oh my gosh, I just found out where this sound was from because like it's on. Oh, TikTok. I didn't know that. I didn't know Wait, that either. Yeah. Do you guys know the one where it's the guy who's like, this is my lady, Leah. I'm going to say that one more time. Leah. <laughs> this one, dirty girl. Like, you know where he's like, it's the it's from Surf's Up where the penguin is like naming off all of his trophies and he's like, oh. you know this one? <laughs> Shaniqua. <laughs> dirty girl. Oh. Anyway, I just made that TikTok and like, I was reading the comments on someone else's TikTok of it, and they're like, I just found out that the sound is from Surf's Up. I thought it was from something else. Like, I don't think I've ever seen Surf's Up. Oh, my God. That movie has been slept on. It is so good. Is it? Is it? I don't think I've seen it either. It is so good. That's your homework. You okay. two and everyone else, find a way to watch Surf's Up. It's so funny. Is it a Disney? Oh, my God. Is it Disney? Yeah. It's not Disney, I don't think, right? Because I would have seen I don't it. think it's Disney. It's like different animation. Maybe Pixar? Um, no. DreamWorks? I think, actually, I think it's oh, DreamWorks. DreamWorks. Yeah. I think it's yeah. DreamWorks. Like, it has, like, similar animation to, like, Madagascar. Mm-hmm. The vibe is very similar, but. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I think that pretty much wraps up our, our epi. Yay. Do you guys have any last, last minute things? I guess I just wanted to add that, like, you know, it's okay to have a very strict schedule or a completely different schedule than we message than we messaged <sighs> than we talked about here today, <laughs> because everybody's living conditions are different. Everybody's uh, climate's going to be different. Everybody's going to have a different situation. So take what we said with a grain of salt. This does this isn't like a a thing. It's just what we do. Someone actually requested this episode, which I thought was pretty fun to do, and um. We're going to give you some visuals on this, too. You can watch a, a video on our plant chores over on our YouTube channel. Go watch it now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's on our YouTube channel live today. <laughs> and I, I do like that you say that because I was thinking that, too. Like, plants don't, in in their natural habitat, they don't have a schedule. When it rains, it rains, you know. Um, and what mm-hmm. works for you and I and Becca may not work for everyone, so... Uh, these mm-hmm. are just things we've established as we've journeyed along, and I'm sure b- all of us have changed things that we used to do. I mean, we just had that episode about it, but we've probably changed our yeah. routines multiple times. So, yeah, whatever sure. works for you. I mean, obviously, I'm never, I'm never telling people to have a watering routine because that I think is the number one way to to kill a plant is just to have yeah. a specific day that you water a plant, just because. You know, they may, depending on growing seasons, indoor temperatures, all of that stuff, that drastically changes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that that's the most asked question I get on Instagram is how often do you water such and such? And it's just like there's so many factors. So yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Whatever works for you works for you. Mm hmm. But yeah, feel free to take what we're saying and mold it into whatever works for you and enjoy your plants. Love them. Hug them. Nope, don't hug them. (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for listening in on this Planty podcast. We love the community that this has built and you guys are so much fun to chat with on Instagram. So if you have any routines or comments on anything that we talked about today you can leave that in our post that we posted today and don't forget to go check out our youtube video our brand new youtube video on our potted together youtube channel 
And I think above all, we just want to like share with you guys that we are wanting to expand the Potted Together family and would love for you to share our podcast with anyone who you think enjoys podcasts, plants, and would love to meet us. We'd love to meet you guys and your friends. So yeah, that would be such a big help for us if you would just share about our podcast and your favorite episode if you post a screenshot to your stories that would be really cool too and tag us yeah don't forget that tag don't forget that tag so we could repost it yep all right you guys uh you guys say bye (laughs) we'll see you next (laughs) week so much you guys are just looking at me like (laughs) you're so it's your episode So pretty. May. <laughs> oh, May. All right, guys. We'll we'll catch you next week. All right. Bye. 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 Hopefully, this is the last time you hear this ad because with Chime checking account. Features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit. You can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts. Or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. That's chime.com slash goals24. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details.